Paleo J Smoothie Cafe. The perfect paleo day on Paleo J's Smoothie Cafe. Today, I had the perfect paleo day. In fact, I'm still having it since now I am communicating with my tribe of ancestral people on this very podcast. This includes you. Like most of my perfect and near-perfect days, the vast majority of that day was spent outdoors in nature. The sun shone pretty brightly much this whole day, and wonder of wonders, here in mid-April in Wisconsin, the snow is finally melting. Still big clumps of white persist, but primarily in the deep woods on my property, so I pretty much stayed in the open areas. I started my perfect day as I recommend you start your own, by exercising in front of your television. Actually, the TV is optional, but since I had a movie queued up and also wanted to watch Fox Business first, I set myself on my yoga mat in front of the TV. I started into my preliminary stretching, which I followed with my visualized resistance exercises, and then more stretching on the mat. Then, I did isometric holds for all of my muscle groups, pushing and pulling against the resistance of an old exergenie. This tool, developed in 1961 for training astronauts in deep space to maintain their muscle and bone mass, is actually an amazing piece of equipment that has stood the test of time. I think it is a testament to its wonderful utility that it has never become a big fad, like jogging, aerobics, or heavy weight training. It's just a common-sense tool that works, and that just isn't exciting and sexy to most folks. It works amazingly well for isometric holds. I do sets of three holds for each muscle group in three positions, each within the muscle's movement plane. To cover my whole body, shoulders down to lower back, takes me about 10 minutes total. Truly, my most bang-for-the-buck part of my routine. I got mine off of eBay back when eBay was pretty new, and the Exergenie from in the 60s came really cheap. Works fine still. They still make them, and you can probably find one on eBay, and that would be cost-effective. New ones cost well over $200, and my 1960s model works like a champ. In addition, you can substitute a simple, long nylon strap just as effectively, like a 12-foot strap. You stand in the middle and push with either arm and stand on the strap for the, for the resistance. For isometrics, you want unlimited resistance, and a strap does that very well. That's what I did for years, in fact, and it's almost as good as the Exergenie. You can get one at uh, Harbor Freight and Tool, 
my favorite store or Menards for, I don't know, $12, something like that, last year, your whole life. I finish up this basic workout of mine with rebounding while doing two more cycles of visualized resistance exercise covering every muscle group in my body. I started this workout by getting up quite early in the morning, which I recommend to you as well. But for me, it's the very best time of the day. I make my dark roast coffee in my French press and love padding barefoot into the living room with my steaming cup and sipping it between exercises. Next, after showering, I I drank my green paleo smoothie from my refrigerated canning jar where I store them, and taking my next cup of coffee with me, I drove off towards our wonderful meat locker there, of which we have several. <laughs> meat locker here, I'm sorry. We have several. We have wonderful produce and meat in my area. Okay? I had decided, I do this periodically, that this was going to be a steak day. Those are my favorite days. One of my favorite things is to declare a steak day, which means probably just one big meal that day. A steak, along with a baked potato, with, of course, lots of grass-fed pastured butter and uh, sour cream, and some kind of salad. Of course, I had already had my smoothie, so I was covered on all of my nutritional bases already. There is something incredibly satisfying about driving leisurely along through the rural countryside, anticipating the sights and smells of the market early on a weekday. Admittedly, I do have the wondrous privilege now of being retired. And I will tell you truly, when you look back over your life, this has been done numerous times in surveys of the elderly, meaning folks in their 90s. Every single person that was surveyed said that the happiest days of their lives were from when they retired until they lost their health. Every single one. Not when they were children playing with friends. All that, that was highly rated as well. Not their teens or 20s or 30s, or any other age. It was when they were done with their responsibilities, their careers, their child-rearing, and were then free to do what they wanted, to enjoy their grandchildren, indulge their hobbies, to read those classic books they never had time for, to take leisurely day trips and go to early lunches at nice restaurants and then go home to sit on their decks those are the best years of all. Anyway, back to my perfectly paleo day. I drove back home and grilled my giant cowboy steak. I had never grilled one of these before, but today they were on sale and they looked great. Usually they are very pricey. What they are is a giant at least two inch thick ribeye with the bone still attached. So it kind of looks like a Flintstone steak. I started my Weber grill. I always use hardwood charcoal, which burns hotter and cleaner. Very paleo, which I started with my propane torch in about two minutes to red hot coals. 
I seared both sides of that monster steak and added on some Redmond Real Salt, which, believe me, is the very best salt, both nutritionally and taste-wise, that you can find. It's from Utah, the Dead Sea in Utah. I kept flipping the steak every 30 seconds to a minute and getting both sides seared well. Then, moving the steak back away from the coals, I put on the lid and waited. I waited while watching all the birds returning. I know I saw three bluebirds, which are my favorites. I have four bluebird houses uh, in my property, and I thought deep thoughts while I smoked a large cigar. I know, smoking is not really paleo, but heck, neither are the baked potatoes I had bought, and I love them both, and consider both a cigar and a potato to be safe starches. About 45 minutes from grill to table, my wife and I were eating with great relish. We both knew that we would not need to eat again that day. Here it is, now 6 p.m., and I am not even faintly hungry. We split that monster steak and saved the other half. So, after our paleo feed, I felt as if I had returned with a woolly mammoth to my house. We parted as I went to tap my maple trees. The sap was running and my buckets were all set to catch every drop. I filled my five-gallon bucket, fired up my sap cooker, and sat back on a chair to watch it boil. I'm not a fisherman, but if you are, this must be kind of what it's like, sitting out in the sun, soaking it up after a long, long winter, and just keeping an eye on the sap, making sure it doesn't burn up while you run off to attend to something else. It is possible to ruin those whole five gallons turning them to burnt sugar crystals if you aren't attentive enough to take them off when they are down to about a quart or so. But, at the beginning of the boil, you are safe to wander off, and I did. I needed to pick up and prepare to burn about two cords of fallen branches, logs, twigs, and other detritus that defaced my property. It was a tough winter, not only on me, on my many trees. Actually, moving along outside, squatting over and over, bending over, and throwing these branches into the big garden cart I pulled was at least as much of a workout as what I had done early in the morning. But it was incredibly satisfying, and now my yard is clean. I think I'll have a big burn tomorrow, which is almost as satisfying as steak day. Finally, late afternoon, and I came in and did a push-up and other gymnastic ring workout in the basement for about uh, 20 minutes while I started the reduced sap to boiling in the kitchen. When you get it down to a, about a quart, then you bring it inside because most of the water is boiled off. I was very pleasantly tired when I mounted the stairs up from the basement and my wife had been monitoring the boiling sap. The temperature said 212 degrees, where she told me it had been for a while. I took over and opened a beer as I settled in to watch that sap slowly turn to syrup. 
I set my digital thermometer alarm to go off when it hits 219 degrees, and I watch that pot like a hawk. You don't want to boil over, not at this stage, wrecking it all. But with the thermometer, it's really rather easy. The alarm goes off, boom, you turn off the heat, syrup done. Thick, dark, and not runny at all, just the perfect consistency. It is a very satisfying project with tangible results, unlike many things in this modern Neolithic world. I jar it up, feeling great about my day. I don't eat that much of the syrup, but I enjoy giving it away, quality product that it is. I eat enough. I probably eat, I don't know, a pint in a year. Now, I think I'll sing and play for a while, since that is another thing that I love to do. Kind of like cave painting for a non-visual artist. Then, I have a free book I downloaded from the internet called The Fall of Western Man by Mark Collett. I've read the first two chapters, and truly, it looks amazing. Sad news, but true for all of that. Either look it up, The Fall of Western Man by Mark Collett, or contact me. I'll send you a copy. And hey, thanks for listening. Where would we be you and I, without our tribe. He leadeth me, O blessed thought, O words with heavenly comfort fraught. Whatever I do, wherever I be, still God's hand that leadeth me. He leadeth me, He leadeth me by His own. Sometimes myths seem deepest gloom. Sometimes where evens flowers bloom. By waters still, a troubled sea. Still God's hand, it's leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me by his own.